I know that I know that the ones that I've lost, they asked Jesus into their hearts. So I know even though they couldn't get over the addiction, I know they knew Jesus. So that's what I stand on. This is The Calling, a Family Life original podcast with Steve Smith that features conversations with pastors who share their personal and professional challenges in helping others grow in their faith. Our guest for episode 13 is Luann Natashak, director of the Inside Out Network, who's been called to minister to women in prison. Well, it's The Calling here on Family Life's podcast and uh, Luann Natashak, our guest today. Luann's with the Inside Out Network. Uh, we're going to talk more about what the Inside Out Network is all about. But Luann, I always love background stories, and I think somehow God uses them to encourage others or or maybe, uh, you know, someone hears them go, hey, I that's that's kind of like me or, or anyway. Let's just take your your story in that. Uh, did you come to the Lord as a as a young person? As a, at what age? How did that all work? How did God enter Luann's life? Okay. Well, first of all, thank you, Steve, for having me. Um, I began my walk with the Lord. I want to say I grew up in a mainline denominational church, but never really had a relationship with the Lord until I was in my 20s. And my background is, you know, growing up as a troubled teen and a dysfunctional family, I turned to drugs and alcohol to self-medicate. And then one day after church, coming home from church, the Lord got a hold of me and said, you are not the woman I created you to be. You are not the mom I created you to be. I want you to turn your life around. And from that moment on, I went in the kitchen. I got a piece of bread and I got a, pe- a little glass of wine. I took communion and I never turned back. I just kept following his lead every moment and every step of the way get goosebumps just hearing that story. I love how God works uh, through people and through situations. And uh, that leads me to, uh, and and you've already answered it a little bit, I think, in, in your answer to that first one. Tell us what the Inside Out Network is all about and, and who you reach out to and how God works through the Inside Out Network. Okay. So I went on a missions trip about 15 years ago, and I spoke in a women's prison in Ecuador on how God changed my life and turned my life around with drugs and alcohol. Um, A large percent of the women in the Ecuadorian prison are there for smuggling drugs across the borders. So on the airplane home, the Lord spoke to me, you need to do this in Broome County. You need to do this and make a difference in your community and tell your story. And so I put my application in to go into Broome County Jail as a volunteer chaplain. And that was 14 years ago. As I was mentoring and talking to the women, it was it was women I worked with, um, the Lord spoke to me and I just realized that 
99% of the women that were incarcerated in Broome County were because a direct result of drugs and alcohol. And so I remember the CO saying to me, the, the correction officer, you know, they're going to go out, they come in, they go out, they come in. It's good that you're coming in and preaching the word, but they're just going to, it's a revolving door. And I thought to myself, that not ought to be. If God can turn, if you can accept Jesus into your life, you can turn your life around. So I started thinking, what is the missing element? And I realized it was discipleship. So I started a program called Inside Out Network. And our tagline, our mission statement is making it easy to find and experience God in recovery. So um, my piece on the inside is we teach recovery classes. I do private mentoring or discipleship. And then I do chapel. We do chapel services. And then on the outside, I ask them to call me and they will call me. I take them usually to the Cracker Barrel, give them a really nice lunch, talk to them about their spiritual reentry. You know, where where do you see, where are you going to live? A church, I connect them with a church. I connect them with faith-based recovery classes in the community. And so I disciple them on the outside as well and get them connected with a church, a home church. So the success I've seen, and, and I, I could, I'm just so excited about this, and I'm sorry if I'm going to go ahead of you, but I have seen Rahab's turn into um, full, you know, full on for the gospel and working in churches. I've seen women getting their GEDs. I had a couple students who sent me their letters that they were on the dean's list. I've seen them working successfully in hospitals, churches, um, successful women in the community. I've seen families restored. And I see these women even leading recovery programs. And this year, we were really blessed with a men's piece has now stepped up to the plate. So now we're in Broome County Jail five days a week. I have a volunteer base of 18 volunteers that come in and and help and do mentoring and preaching the gospel and teaching. And I just say to God be the glory. Talking with Luann Natashek, Inside Out Network, uh, going into jails in Broome County and and helping with the addiction crisis. And yeah, you did kind of jump into my next question of of success, but that's fine. They su- success stories, but in the midst of those success stories, um, I'm just curious. When you first started this, and you've been doing this how long? You said, did you say 12 years? Is that uh, 14? 14 years. years. Yeah. Okay. You've been doing this in the very beginning when you started, or at least in the first year or two. Did you and did you look at some of these people and you started mentoring and going like, I don't know how God's going to work with this person. That seems like an impossible task. And in maybe your eyes, it is impossible. But now that you've done it and you've seen God work over and over and over again, uh, mm-hmm. you just must be amazed to see how God reaches the hearts of what used to be a hardened heart. Yes. Well, you know, I did challenge God in the beginning. I said, God, this is a really tough ministry you have me in. 
I have to see goodness in the land of the living. I have to see fruit to keep me going in this. Um, so right away, I just kind of said, God, you have to show me. You have to show me. And he did. Mm. That was what was so amazing. It's like in the first two years, I, I, I started a coffee talk program and I was driving and picking up all the girls and taking them to a conference room in Dunkin Donuts. And we just started, you know, studying the word together. So God blessed me early, but I'm, I'm, yeah, you know, 14 years later, do I get my heart broken? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Have I lost a few? Yes, I did. But I know that I know that the ones that I've lost, they they asked Jesus into their hearts. So I know even though they couldn't get over the addiction, I know they knew Jesus. Hmm. So that's what I stand on. When my heart's dry, I think I know now what to do. Either go to Cracker Barrel or Dunkin' Donuts. That seems to be a <laughs> yes, that seems yes. to be a good start. Anyway, uh, it, to, to I soften think my so. Heart. Yeah, I think so. Now you go into jails and and you speak uh, to these women and mentor them and disciple them. Uh, and uh, now jail and addiction, as you said, ninety nine percent are are in jail because of some kind of addiction. I think of outside the jail and, and even in the church. <gasps> What? Inside the church? There's some people in church that are having an addiction crisis and and they're pretty good, uh, pretty good at hiding that. Yes. Um, have you and tell me about any of your experience? Like you've talked about jail, but have, maybe I'm going ahead of myself. Uh, is there thoughts of uh, and has there been already talks of uh, like addiction crisis for people who are not in jail? Yes, we do have there's quite a few churches in the in Broome County that have um faith-based recovery programs. Mm-hmm. There's a Live Free that is in Johnson City. There's Celebrate Recovery. Right. And yeah, there's a, all kinds of addiction. There's food addictions, there you know, cell phone addictions. And there's I I, I asked those I asked that question cuz are there conversations between those you know, both of you are established ministries. And do you ever talk with people who lead those groups and and you learn things and they learn things from you and and you share some information at all? Yes, we do. I partner with three of the groups we do. That's one of the things Inside Out does is we partner with the local faith based recovery classes. And I I do. I'm strong about they have to be faith based because a cord of three strands is not easily broken. And I said, it's the person, the recovery program, and God. You have to have all three. So I'm very adamant that it has to be faith-based. So yeah, we collaborate all the time. Talking with Luann Natashak, Inside Out Network, going into jails, working uh, with the women and addiction crisis and discipling. This is pretty heavy stuff, Luann. Uh, and you hear a lot about pastors 
you know, in the church and, and how you bring your job home many times because uh, these, this is pretty heavy material. What does Luann do? And do you have to keep a check on yourself or uh, a check on, hey, I need to get away uh, for a little bit or refreshing and recharge because uh, every day you're doing this. And I can imagine it, uh, it, it weighs heavy on you from time to time. Yes, daily. I have to daily go to God. Um, the first, when I first started doing the mentoring discipleship, I remember after going to my car and just weeping at what the stories I heard. And I came home and told my husband and he's like, are you kidding me? And I said, you can't make this stuff up. You just can't. Mm. And so I had, I draw my strength, my power from God and the Holy Spirit. And I have to, you know, just give family life the plug. I have you tuned in all the time. You know, we're normal people. Well, abnormal people, I call them. Turn the TV on and have mm-hmm. add the background noise all the time. Mm-hmm. I have your radio station. I mean, music has always soothed and calmed me and grounded me. And I actually, in the re-entry card that I give the girls, I t- put in red family life network radio for solid music and teaching 24 seven. So I have partnered with you for all of my 40 years of being a Christian. Do you sometimes uh, meet with girls and you already talked about your background coming from a, a tougher a background and an addiction, do you sometimes walk away or even in the middle of those conversations just t- say to yourself, oh, but the grace of God go I? Yes, absolutely. I tell them that the only difference between me and them is I didn't get caught. Hmm. And so I really, I feel I'm a bottom liner. So I don't sugarcoat anything. That's, I think, one of the gifts God gave me. So I really, they relate to me and they trust me and they believe me. And I think, I believe that's why they've, we've had some, besides God, that's why we've had so much success is because I turn my life, I'm proof. I'm a witness that you, you can be a successful woman. And, you know, it, and I didn't get caught. And the reason I didn't get caught is because God knew I was what I was going to be appointed to do. Because if I had a, a, a criminal record, Broome County wouldn't let me in. Hmm. So, um, yeah. You you talked about how you, when I asked about how you recharge and you talked about family life and, and getting God's word in you through the music and through teaching and all that kind of stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. how, do, how do you and your husband like unplug, like get away, oh, whether gosh. it be for a few hours or a weekend or what do you, what do you like to do? How do you, how do you like to uh, recharge and refresh in your, if there is such a thing as an off time? Oh, yes. Well, we like to go hiking. We love the outdoors. So um, we love the beach once a year. I make sure I get there once a year. I do go to conferences to recharge. Um, I have a group of of supporters that I call my, the wind beneath my wings that we have dinner with um, fellow Christians that, you know, just really recharge us. Um, we, we do a lot. I have a lot of hobbies. I shut it down. Uh, the best, the best tonic for me is my grandchildren. They're just hilarious. <laughs> They're better than TV and they just, 
you know, they're so innocent. And I, I just some days I'll call my daughters and say, I need a Nana fix now <laughs> and put one of those children on. <laughs> I did have to learn early on to shut it down that as soon as I drove home, but it keeps me humble and it makes me pray, mm-hmm. you know, even stronger for these women. And, um, and now, you know, the men's piece, I'm really excited about that. We have a, a three pastors who have come alongside of me. And I have, you know, showed them the model. And so they are now doing the discipling and the chapel services as well. So I'm ex- really excited about that. Luann, talking with Luann Natashak uh, from the Inside Out Network in Broome County, goes into jails and, and disciples, uh, female prisoners, and talked about the, the male uh, part of it uh, opening up. You talked earlier, Luann, about sometimes because of the heaviness of it, you just found yourself and still probably find yourself going into your car after a visit and just being in tears or coming home in tears. And I'll bet you, though, because um, you've talked about some of the success stories, sometimes those tears are tears of joy and, and thankfulness and, and gratitude to the Lord for what the Lord has done. Sometimes you must shake your head and say, I just can't believe what God just did. Oh, yes, absolutely. I just had an inmate come to me. Tuesday and said, Pastor Luann, they said that the the pastor wasn't going to do services on Sunday morning, um, that he he couldn't come in. So she said, I'm going to lead a service. How about that? I'm just like, Mm. of course you should do that. And so that, yeah, I got tears of joy when I got that uh, copy of the Dean's List, the full-blown heroin addict. Mm. On the dean's list, I just, you know, yeah, I can't believe what God has done and allowed me to say, see. And I always thank him. I, I challenged him to show me the fruit and he did. Mm. He answered my prayer. If anybody just heard what I just heard, I know another thing that calms you down, I think. Did I just hear a bark in the background? Yes, that is my dog. Tell us about your dog because dogs are great for calming you down. And, and when you come home oh. and they listen, tell us about your dog. We, we, we all love dogs. Come on now. He's a three-year-old Russian Samoyed, pure white, fluffy beast. <laughs> and um, we survived the puppy stage. This was our first puppy stage. Mm. And we, you know, we survived it. We did good. And, you know, it's amazing how in tune he is with my emotions. And Mm. he, he knows when I'm sad, Mm -hmm. and he'll come over and stick his wet nose right in my face. (laughs) Like, I know you're sad. Let me make you feel better. Did you, and pardon me, what is it? What is his name? His Xander. Xander. Okay. Yeah. With a Z or an X? X. Okay. I just wanted it's to make short sure. for Alexander. Of course. Of course yeah. Yeah. And why would he yes. be? Yes. Yeah. He's, right. he's, uh, 
Yeah, he's a very soothing comforter. I think Xander was just now. in the background. Now, now that, now that the puppy <laughs> stage is over, uh, Xander is very soothing. He was in the background just saying, amen, mom. Amen. Yeah. That's, that's what he was yeah. doing. Luann Natashek, yeah. Inside Out Network in Broome County. Thank you so much for uh, your service, your ministry. Uh, and, you know, sometimes you wonder, uh, people have jobs sometimes or uh, and they say, I wonder if I'm. I wonder if I'm doing any good for uh, for anybody. Uh, your your ministry and your calling is one that you can uh, look to, even though sometimes there's frustrating stories, as you've mentioned, but other times where you say, uh, "Lord, I'm just I'm just answering what you called me to do, and I'm just doing it one day at a time, one moment at a time." So, thanks for your perseverance. Thanks for your dedication. Thanks for your, for most of all, love for the Lord and uh, just uh, uh, following what his calling was. So uh, we appreciate it. And we'll continue prayers uh, for the Inside Out Network and and uh, continued success and God's work there in Broome County. Yeah. Well, thank you for your piece in my ministry. I always, I get recharged at the pastor's conference. I've gone to every one of them and they really have just one of the, one of the good things that helped me sustain my my uh, sanity and just being around other pastors. So thank you for what you do. I am just so in awe of um, family life and how a song will play that I need to hear or a song will play and I'll say, oh, my goodness, the girls need to hear that song mm-hmm. and I will bring it in and. You know, Toby Mac, I just need you. Hmm. They they're so funny. I, that's the first song when they when they leave. They say, "What's that? So- what's that song?" I from, I just need you, and they request it all the time. So it's good. I take the songs in jail with me too. God is good. Amen. You've been listening to episode 13 of The Calling, a Family Life original podcast. If you've been encouraged by what you heard, be sure to share it with others and click the subscribe button so you know when future episodes are available. Family Life's original podcasts such as The Parable Podcast, Therese Talk, If That Makes Sense, 10 Minutes With, and The Rise Up Podcast can be found at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or FamilyLife.org. Family Life is listener-supported, and your faithful partnership makes ministry outreach through podcasts like this possible. Find out more at FamilyLife.org.